live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. complainers flippo first this time devon and tim hey guys how's it going yeah i miss y'all how have y'all been pretty good but i just realized i did not change the title of the stream you but that's S-O-B. <laughs> well i care all right oh. and all of our it? and our millions of possible viewers yeah, you're gonna restart the stream no Do you want okay no, no okay we're good we're in it all right uh, this is a this is our what if what if we did the wrong title today we are talking uh, Marvel Studios newest animated show what if the show that makes you wonder what if isn't this Marvel Studios first animated show I think with the name oh, oh uh, didn't they do a didn't they do an animated cloak and dagger thing for a few episodes. I thought Cloak and Dagger was live. I action. can answer that. Um, they so they kind of they did the live action Cloak and Dagger TV show, but they crossed over actors in some of the animated stuff. Okay, yeah. So the people I, that voice Cloak and Dagger would do it in the in the animated Spider Man. Okay, yeah, because I, I I remember seeing like them drawn. You nerd. <laughs> I saw. I remember seeing like the characters drawn, but I didn't know. So yeah, I guess this is their first animated thing. But one of the coolest things about the animated show is that they actually got a, a large majority of the uh, live action actors to do the voices for it. And uh, we were graced by two lovely episodes already on Disney Plus. But before we get into it, l- I have our own little what ifs, Devin. <laughs> We'll get you started. Uh, your what if is, what if you could be famous but poor right. forever? Would you do it? I'm sorry, what was that last part? Uh, what if you could be famous but poor forever? Would you do it? How poor are we talking? Are we talking uh, like let's just say you don't homeless have, on the street? You don't, like, or are we talking like teacher salary poor? Like riches, like on all that stuff, like money and all that stuff. Like you just have no money. Are we talking so about I, David? You have no work. Are we talking about Dave Batista poor? So, are we talking like I, I have enough money to make a living, but not like let's just assume let's just assume you're in a lower income housing, sharing a room with thirteen other people, and oh, commune. Yeah, so you got like you're poor. That's how I'm taking so, this. What if? So teacher poor. Sure. So not much has changed. Yeah. Oh, it's worse than te- it's worse than teacher poor. I know. Well, depending on the on where, depending on where you teach. I know. Would I do it? Share a room with like thirteen other dudes. Not really the question, <laughs> but okay. Would you do it? You're famous, though. That's what you're forgetting. You're you're known worldwide, but you're poor. You're famous for being poor. It's the reverse of the Kardashians. I'm gonna say no because I feel like that'd give me bad press. Okay. <laughs> Give you bad breath. I don't want people thinking I'm poor. All right. Well, no, I mean, like, I go and I, like, I, someone sees me and takes a picture of me with a cheeseburger, and I'm like, that motherfucker stole a cheeseburger. He's not as poor as we thought. Tim, what if you had the chance, would you change something in in history 
risking that your parents never will meet each other and you will never be born. So you can change something in history, but you will not be born. Oh, like yeah. You, sac- <laughs> you sacrifice your life for life. Is it? Easily. I, I thought, well, it's not I even sacrificing you said... your life. It's literally never existing. Yeah. Like not even knowing that life exists. It's like not the... even having a thought to know that life exists. It's like that Ashton um, Kutcher movie, uh, Butterfly Effect. It's like so you know, the best life it... was him not being there. The way that he phrased it, he said, you risk not being born. That doesn't mean it won't happen. Right. You risk right. it. There's so, a chance. Risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> would I then disappear, or would that branch out a whole new timeline? Let's let's keep it pretty simple. We're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing the multiverse. I would just cease to exist. Yeah, we're yeah, not I'd doing do the multiverse. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. what, what would you change? Just I would figure out the... First person to realize that you can make profit off of prisoners, and I would mm, kill them. That's a good one. Before they could get that idea out. That's a really good one. That's a noble death. Bravo. What they about? won't write about you in history books, though, Tim. That's fine. Flip be floppy. Flip flop. Flip flop. What if you were a hot dog and you were starving? Would you eat yourself? Does it hurt? Yeah, like sausage, take, like sausage party rules. Yeah, sausage party take rules. Take a bite out of your arm and see if it hurts. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you're a hot dog, you're already a bunch of dead animal parts, right? So the yeah. nerves wouldn't wouldn't well, feel any. The, like the nerves are dead, so I don't think you'd feel anything. And what kind and, of life is a hot dog? Not only that, you're a bunch of ground up animal parts. So technically, chewing is just grinding stuff up more. So wouldn't you just eat yourself and then have it go? Yeah. And you're right enca- back into you? And you're encased in pig intestines. So no, I guess. No, is your... no, I would... <laughs> okay. Slap a band-aid okay. on it. Got it. I have a question then. Okay. If you were starving right now as a human being and uh, you were literally dying of starvation, would you eat yourself? You muted. You muted yourself as your. No, answer. he did it. No, you did. I know. Well, okay. I thought it was. I thought the question was for you. No, no, question was for you, Flippo. Uh, no, I would not eat myself. What if you knew in twenty days, uh, someone would be here to save you, but you know that you wouldn't survive twenty days without eating something? Um, does eating my own poop count? No. And also, you're who'd want to eat a twenty day old hot dog? Jesus, that just sounds gross. I thought who would want to eat a twenty day old poop? No, no. All right, one last one, just because Reed's not here. This is for everybody. What if you woke up suddenly because your house is on fire? Which three things would you save as you ran out? Me, I already know mine. It's PlayStation. This question. It's PlayStation, laptop, and keys. PlayStation laptop. Yes. What do you need your keys for? The house is gonna burn down. Drive away. Make sure my car doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> make sure. Make sure the car doesn't burn. We assume that all the live things in the house get out okay. No. <laughs> you have to well, choose, mine, Devin. You have to choose. Wife, kid, dog. <laughs> Wife, kid, dog. Wait, you wouldn't grab your PlayStation? Uh, you monster. Kid, dog, PlayStation. Good thing I sleep with my wallet already. <laughs> kid, on me. wife. PlayStation. I know. Luckily, I already shove my PlayStation inside me every night, so it's a part of me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on that note, yeah, episode one. Let me set my timer really quick. We're gonna spend. We're gonna. We're gonna do this right, guys. Oh God. First off, 
I I'm enjoying Jeffrey Wright as narrator. Oh yeah, yes. he's, he's I love him as an actor. He's knocking it out of the park. I'm starting. He's to got think. that quality in his voice that's kind of like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it's very sweet and melancholic. Okay, all right, timer started. Uh, episode one, we were greeted with another what if scenario, which is what if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? Who would like to start off with their feelings about this episode? Tim um, talked a little I, bit about it in the pre-show. Sorry to put can you on I the give, Can I give some generals <laughs> first? Sure, yeah, give generals if you want. Yeah. Um, as it as a general thing with this show, I really like like the exact point where they're like, and this is when everything changed. Mm-hmm. I like seeing how it changed because that's that's yeah. the most interesting part to me. I like the whole show. I just think that's the most interesting part. Yeah. Um, well, one of the biggest. I, oh, well, go ahead. I liked the first episode. At first, I wasn't sure how I felt because something about it feels rushed to me. I don't know if it's how the actors say their lines. It's the time. Or what it is, but it's something a 30, about it's a 30 it minute. It's a 30-minute show trimmed, uh, trimming down an hour-and-a-half-long movie. Yeah, but I, so I think that's one of the things that bugs me the most is it seems to just mm-hmm. very, um, yeah. speed through. It is very uh, quick. It, what were you going to say, Flippo? They didn't speed through it. It felt like it would take too long to get to the point. Yeah, I understand. It's just it. It feels like it's too fast to me. Okay. Would and the episodes being an hour make it better? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe they might. I mean, maybe um, they'll change it. I will say, I I wasn't sure. I I already knew the answer to this, but I liked how in the first episode everything seemed to look like one of those old World War II posters. Like the art and the way that they did everything, it felt very World War II. Hmm. And I understand that the art is the same way throughout the whole thing, but it, yeah, it was, it was cool, different, and new. Well, yeah. one of the biggest things that episode one did was right off the bat that changed was Tommy Lee Jones's character gets shot. Tommy Lee Jones plays a character in the first Avenger. He's kind of the the general above Captain America or whatever. I don't know. But um, he gets shot, which leads events where a newer character takes over uh, in the Tommy Lee Jones role. And Peggy Carter takes the serum. Tony, uh, what's what's Tony's grandpa's name? Howard. Howard's, Howard's dad. dad. Yeah, Howard. What, what, what's what's Howard's dad? Because who's the who's the guy in? Who's Howard. the that's star? Howard. That's Howard. That's, that's, Tony's, that's, dad. that's Tony's dad. Really? Yeah. I thought that was Tony's gr- like grandpa. No, it's confused. Be- it's it's confusing because they've used two actors to play him in the movies. Okay. Also, it's confusing because apparently he was old enough to be a really smart during World War II and still have a son that was so young for present time. Yeah, I don't know that that uh, then that's something I knew that I just now knew. In Endgame, how old was Howard in Endgame? And they went back in time. I'd say he was 40 Uh, because Tony was born. Tony was just born. Yeah. Probably 30, 40. I don't even think he was born at that point. I think they they uh, were saying that. Well, no, in Endgame. In Endgame. Oh, I thought. Okay. They were talking about it because he was saying that his wife was pregnant, but they don't know if it's a boy or girl. Hmm. Okay. I thought like he had just been born or whatever. Okay. And another interesting thing that happened in this episode that uh, kind of surprised me, but at the same time I kind of felt they were going that way was Steve taking on the the Iron Man suit. That was kind of a, a random surprise for me. I don't know. What did y'all think? I thought that 
I actually thought that that suit was like a Hydra weapon. Like it was the missile that mm. they shoot that causes her to go into the ice or whatever. Okay. Um, that's what I originally thought when I saw the poster. But also, am I the only one who thought that Bucky was a whiny little bitch in this? I mainly just thought Sebastian Stan was a terrible voice actor. Yeah, I like, remember thinking that as well. Like, uh, his lines were just really deadpan. There was no real, like, I mean, Bucky has never really been a super expressive person. I mean, except, like, in maybe Falcon Winter Soldier, but he was just bad. You mean when he said all of his lines deadpan as well? Well, <laughs> I guess the live action helps, but it was just Anthony the... Mackie's over here crying his heart out. Sebastian Stan. Um, let's be sad. fair. That moment in Falcon and Winter Soldier where he finds out that he's finally free in Wakanda and that, like, the words can't affect him anymore, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Some of the voice actors that were in the first episode, we got uh, Haley Atwell returning as Captain Carter. Do y'all think she could do a show or a movie as Captain Carter? Like, do you think there'd be enough there where they could do it? I bet uh, they could, yeah. but I doubt they would. I doubt they will as well, unless Chris Evans comes back as Captain America after Endgame Mm -hmm. and joins her in some escapades. Well, speaking of, uh, we didn't get Chris Evans as Steve Rogers in uh, the first episode. I guess he truly is done. Uh, Just like we won't, we won't get Robert Downey. Who who voiced Uh, Josh Keaton? Uh, He is known for uh, voicing different. Oh, he's done some stuff. Let's see. He has, I'm trying to find a big one. Uh, he was in Solar Opposites, nobody. Ooh, he was uh, Batman, Soul of the Dragon. Some guy named Jeffrey Burr. I thought that would be a lot cooler. But anyways, he's just a guy. Oh, he oh he, he plays uh, he plays Tony Stark in um, Iron Man VR. He's the voice of Iron Man in the game. Devin knows that mm. one. I would not. I would not have put those two together. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> Stanley Tucci came back. Yeah, we got Stanley Tucci coming back as Doctor Abraham Erninski, or however you say his name. Dominic Cooper Stan- came back as Howard Stark. Let's see. We did get a new Red Skull. It is voiced by Rars. <laughs> Rars. Rars Marquand. Uh, he's in uh-huh. The Walking Dead. Do what? Yeah, he does a lot of voice acting stuff. Yeah, he also uh, plays the immortal in Invincible, the Amazon Prime show. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. What were y'all's uh, favorite moments from the first episode? Of Invincible? No. No, no, no what if? <laughs> the, what, what we're talking about. Uh, of the first episode yeah. of what if? Probably, probably when uh, Steve Rogers wrote Brooklyn Brawler on the fist. That whole little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. montage. Montage. He should have said, uh, "I can do this all day." <laughs> Just one more. I or they or when they're like Steve, like Steve Rogers, like that guy. When Bucky's like, "Oh, okay, that guy." Okay. Yeah, I know who's that loser. <laughs> I liked the ending of it. I thought that um it came in a, it still came in a really good place to like have furthered the avengers when they get the tesseract open and mm-hmm. she pops out yeah and also like that mirrors the avengers the the warehouse scene um mm-hmm. because of the ramifications of her actions like um what do y'all think that affects in that timeline because i'm trying to think what specifically steve does in the first avengers well Bucky doesn't become Winter Soldier, so right. 
That means T'Challa's dad could still be alive. Tony's parents could still be alive. So there's there's quite a few ramifications to Captain Carter doing what and, she does. And nobody has her blood for the super soldier serum, which right. means there's no other potential super soldiers. Oh, wait, no, I think they do. They do have her blood. Uh, because they like, were taking her blood um, after oh, she right, was right. Yeah, yeah. So they also, do have Tony Stark wouldn't probably wouldn't become Iron Man because his parents would be alive. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like he would have just he probably would have done it anyway. <laughs> just, I feel like he's he bored have gone he... to Afghanistan because he wouldn't have to be that person in his company, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he wouldn't have been hit by his own bomb and trapped in a cave and had to create his own stuff. Well, maybe we'll get um, because we are expected a Tony Stark meets Killmonger in Afghanistan storyline. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's like in the same timeline, but there's a chance that possibly we could get something in there because. It, one of the biggest things whenever Tony was in the cave, he has that doctor guy. He's a really nice guy. He just does the same thing. He's like, you got to be a good person and uh, all that. So, I mean, I, I'm wondering what Tony would be if he was directed by a bad force. I would say something else that's different is America doesn't have that symbol to hide behind it mm-hmm. because she's not American. Yep. It's and true. literally her whole symbol is Britain. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, all the superheroes will be UK superheroes now, and there are no was, American ones. Mm. That was my thought cool. a second ago. Ooh, what if Shield is like more kind of Britain based? Like in my six. Yeah, kind of like that. I don't know. Cool. Bruce Banner's like, that's my secret cat. I'm always <laughs> mad. Bruce Hulk Banner is played by Michael Caine. Hello, 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 Captain. <laughs> He's got that you. little. He's got that little like mustache. Why do we oh, fall? Why do we fall, Tony? It's so we can pick ourselves <laughs> back up. That's dumb. Okay. As as a whole, I guess we'll do final thoughts on episode one. As a whole, I think I agree with Devin. The pacing of the shows do kind of hurt it. It's tremendous fan service. It gives people another look at it. I I had no issue w- with the first episode at the start i didn't feel weird watching it i liked a lot of the callbacks uh like them bursting through the doors herb hitting the punching bag and all that stuff it was just it 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 mirrored very well and it was a tremendous start to this series that kept me going i feel like it's they're compressing like a run of comic books together okay to do their shows Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, that's believable. There, there, there was this octopus at the end of episode one. Do we know who that was? I've been trying to find. Are you talking about the thing in the in the in the port? Um, you, mean the, you mean the Hydra? No, it had a name. I think it has a it has a specific name. I'm trying to find it. So the only thing that I could think that it was Agents of Shield talked about. They had a monster that they had set uh, that actually ended up being an inhuman that had like tentacles or something. I don't know. His it's what they based is, their, their logo off of. His name is Shumagorath. The tentacle creature Red Skull summons near the episode ends. It's a chaotic Lovecraftian entity introduced in Marvel premiere number 10 back in 1962. Shumagorath is primarily a Dr. Strange foe and have given the opportunity a threat to reality itself. He could be the bad guy of Multiverse of Madness. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. They did not set that up very well. Because okay. like, the fact that Red Skull even knew about it made me think, like, what? Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, he's, it's also mentioned in Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom sequels. Several game endings have Shuma Gorath devouring the universe. He also shows up as a dinner guest in one of Deshalem's endings. That's a character from Street Fighter, I think. He defeated Galactus and is getting his own Japanese game show. Yay! All right. But um, that, that was one of the things at the end of the episode that stood out to me that I think could be a bigger deal. What el- who else has final thoughts on episode one? I actually really liked the pacing of the episodes. I know you guys said it's too fast, but I think it's really good that um, it's not an hour-long episode each time because I would just not watch it, probably. Yeah. And it we already know these movies, and it's obviously mirroring the movies or something that happened in the universe, so we're already familiar with what's going on. And they just want to show the main differences of this is what happens now that this is Captain Carter rather than Captain America. And I just, I think that's the important part. And I, I've been enjoying it. I do think, like, a lot of these uh, live actors, their voice acting isn't that great, though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a bunch of weird inflections in random places. and They're not getting the of... live action money, so they're, they're yeah. half-assing it. Mm-hmm. Or they're just you... not, you know, familiar with how voice acting is because they're trained for live acting. Yeah, it's a new They're medium. trained for a camera, not for a microphone. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I will say I I slightly disagree with Tim, only in the sheer fact that like in the first in episode one, it pretty much follows Captain America the movie. Like the first yeah. Avenger. Yeah. And episode two does not follow anything. But we're not anything. on episode yet. Yeah. I, I just I know, but that's that was my point, was that it it that's why Are you I sure? disagree. Yeah, I mean Star Lord starts at the beginning grabbing that sphere. I think he uh, well, no, I, I get what you're saying, but I think along with Tim, I agree with, I'm going to agree with Tim. I think, I'm flipping my argument. Um, I think it's, the pacing works better because this is a fan service show that let all of the callbacks are there just so we can go, oh yeah, that, oh, that looks just like it. So I think the pacing, like if it were to be an hour, I think there would be a lot more dead uh, air, a lot of rehashing of stuff that we've seen several times. And let me clarify a little bit. Like we understand the story. They're just trying to show us the differences in the story from what happened in the live action. Like it started out the same in episode two. But then this is what happens when Star-Lord is someone who has actually done greatness in his life Mm -hmm. rather than when peter quill was star lord and did nothing who has done adequate in life (laughs) yeah like t'challa talked to thanos before he even got that power stone like right what did peter quill do just you know Um, and and then it followed the movie because it went to a world where it had all of these people it had the big battle right there and i guess the big bad wasn't the same so it wasn't ronin but they did have the big bad fight at the end yeah. of like the guy who was all powerful and then got beat by something kind of like silly. Yeah, the mirroring was there, but it was a little less subtle than episode one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and in episode two, I was really hoping uh, we're not talking about episode two. Never mind. Well, I mean, if, if there's no well. if there's no more final thoughts on uh, well, Devin hasn't gone yet. Oh, Devin. I did. That was my final. I've already gone. Oh, oh okay. okay. Then, yeah, um, let's go into episode two. Uh, Tim, since you're starting it, do you want to go into a little episode synopsis so, of episode two? 
Yeah, sure. So uh, at the beginning, the Ravagers go to take Peter Quill. They're still doing the work for Ego. But at the time that they were at Terra, aka Earth, Chadwick Boseman's character, I can't remember, T'Challa opens up. <laughs> I know, I couldn't remember the character's name. Opens up a hole in the shield protecting Wakanda, which generates a huge power spike, which makes the Ravagers think that he is Peter Quill. So they kidnap him. And then they realize after they kidnap him that he's not Peter Quill because he looks nothing like the picture. Mm. And then it follows that storyline. Basically, he uh, just reforms the Ravagers, talks to Thanos, makes Thanos realize that he doesn't have to kill half the universe. That's then, that, that works. Yeah. They try to save planets, and yeah. that's and that's how yeah. they meet the big bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not try they, to make money, but try to do good. Yeah. So this episode, yeah, they try to take oh. money from the rich and then reallocate those resources to help the poor. Like Thanos' story is all like, oh, the poor people, they'll all starve yeah. unless we kill half the people. Yeah. So this right. episode. Give them money. So this episode yeah. marked the uh, final acting performance of Mr. Chadwick Boseman, who uh, played uh, T'Challa, the Black Panther, uh, for Star. Yeah, for quite a few movies, um, and wow. he lended. Oh well, yeah, and then he lended his voice to uh, What If. He was one of the first actors to sign up for it. He was very excited for it. He wanted to just do any kind of Black Panther he could, and it served as a really nice beautiful goodbye for him and the character should we i know this is a podcast but should we give him a moment of silence for respect uh yeah we can i'll set a timer (laughs) so one of the things about this episode (laughs) (laughs) i imagine he's already had his moment yeah i mean i mean i'm 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 still broken up about it i mean it's sad but he has left a legacy behind that is going to definitely be remembered is that yeah he's done a lot of shit it was just one it was just really nice seeing that like how tim said it mirrored the the guardians of the galaxy peter quill walking through what's the planet korag some planet i don't know he's walking to a planet (laughs) stealing the power stone and then we're introduced to character that we see in guardians he's a uh, a little robot assassin for ronan and whenever t'challa introduces himself as star lord instead of being saying who like we don't know who he is the guy just absolutely loves him and that's basically the whole episode everybody loves t'challa star lord right that what's that guy what's that guy's name because he was also in uh captain uh, marvel let's see um well like uh speaking of it uh he he brought peace to the whole galaxy. Uh, one of the biggest things is we got a huge voice cameo from Josh Brolin as Thanos. That Michael T'Challa. Rooker? We had a Michael Rooker reprise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Carrie guy... reprised hers. Yeah, the guy's name is Korath uh, that we're talking about. Yeah, right. The actor name is Dijamon Hansu. A hard name. Um, <laughs> yeah, and if you don't think it's hard, Mr. Hansu, come on the podcast and prove us wrong. Yeah, come on the podcast and pronounce it. Um, and say your own name. On, um, I, I will yes, say, show up on the podcast. I was, I was kind of disappointed that it was not Benicio Del Toro. It was Benicio I, Del Toro. No, it wasn't. Uh, he's credited as the collector in IMBD What If, Benicio Del Toro. What? He I mean, did, he has some really he did good one episode. Uh, pronunciation then. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, he changed his character, I definitely noticed, because I guess since Thanos was no longer the threat of the universe, it allowed the Collector to really do whatever he wanted, making him the new threat. So perhaps that changed to the way he performed the character. And who, who was his, his little lackey? That was a that was his little slave from Guardians of the Galaxy. He had this little pink slave girl. I just um, don't remember in the movie. Yeah, she um, blows up. She yeah. grabs the power oh. stone and blows everything up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we had a bunch of guys. Uh, speaking of Josh Brolin, we also got for a very short, brief moment that I got really excited for. We got Seth Green's return as Howard the Duck. I got super excited because I thought oh wow now we're gonna get howard the duck the whole episode and then nope. <laughs> yeah he got locked in that room and it's like oh shit all right that that was cool for a bit i honest to god really wouldn't mind more howard the duck stuff they would i would i would i wouldn't mind a disney plus show no thoughts on that um, i wouldn't <laughs> that's I, all i got well i think he's a good character and i i was very excited to see him another character also, that I, e- oh go ahead ego ego reprised yeah kurt yeah, uh russell came kurt back. russell came back there's another person too i can't remember we have oh, uh, let's see go ahead was, what is it sean gunn is it sean gunn yeah that sean gunn that... james gunn's brother yeah yeah that, sean gunn. um Karen... he, he rep- i guess reprises michael role. michael rooker came back as yondu some guy named Taserface. i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) but it was a very interesting episode oh uh john canny reprised his role as t'chaka king t'chaka yeah Yeah. oh yeah one of the things that bothered me the most about the episode i feel like they nerfed thanos he was was definitely he was definitely not as strong fight yeah not as strong as i i know he can be because like the black hand or what's the what's the guy's name like the black order the ebony maw mm-hmm. and all those people the black yeah. order yeah thanos is kind of getting dunked on a little bit by them and i feel like they just kind of changed his powers a little bit i don't know if like him becoming a better person made him less powerful or what. well i would also say that he's like the, he, they originally thanos is elite warriors and i think one-on-one it's different but we have all of them teaming up to bang you out it's a little bit different well there's yeah. only two of them teaming up I'd imagine he'd be able to take on two. Uh, oh, was it? it was three. Who was the third? It was the tall guy, the girl, and the, the other. The, the psychic person guy. wasn't helping. Yeah, Ebony Maw wasn't there. The uh, the guy he's got a spear. No, the other one. He's got like a spear. Oh yeah. 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 Anyways, and then you had the big hammer guy. I yeah. only remember the two people. So and, you know those three people are like they are like the strongest ones out of all of them. Yeah. Ebony Maw's smart and he's psychic, but I mean, brute strength, it's those three. Yeah. Nebula uh, is back in this, and we have noticed that she has glowing, uh, luscious blonde locks since Thanos changed his genocidal ways. He no longer tortures his daughter. <laughs> so uh, she has like a little eye thing, so I guess she got tortured once. But, but she, no, she got that from the collector because that's how she owed her debt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just know Thanos, like, every time Nebula failed something, Thanos would take a part of her away. Well, Well, he still wasn't a good father to her, and they explained that in the episode. And I think, and it was that... At least now they can go to therapy. He would make Gamora fighter, and anytime she lost to Gamora, she lost a piece of her. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's sporting these luscious gold locks and saying a very uncomfortable, at least for me, pet name for T'Challa called uh, Cha-Cha. Cha-cha. I thought it was cute. Dude. It, it made me uncomfortable every time. I was like, quit calling him. <laughs> he, 
He's royalty. You don't talk to him like that. Technically, he's not. I mean, I guess he is a prince, but they no. don't know that. He's also a, like a savior to half the galaxy. <laughs> I don't know, but still, I mean, don't call him Cha Cha. I mean, like it was cute for like it felt like a like a heist movie kind of like these just like these quick quips that you give to yeah. each other. So it it had some definite definite good moments. I really did love uh, that Yondu uh, was had all of his teeth instead of missing gold ones because of. Uh, being a better person there were just little things in this episode that i want to go back and watch it just so i i can keep finding other little things just little differences that affect yeah just a neat little i thought i thought that it was really funny in the beginning because you know in the beginning the whole reason that they find t'challa is that they say you know yondu didn't go out and do this on his own he sent his his men to do it they grab this little boy and they bring him back and he goes does this look like anything like the picture and they're like they all look the same. Two eyes, a mouth, and a nose hole. They look exactly the same. Yeah. But the guys that grabbed them also have all of those things and look human. Yeah. They don't know. Aliens are different. They don't know what we look like. That's true. Yeah. Every well, time I look at you boys on the podcast, I can't tell which one's Greg, Flippo, or Devin. <laughs> all white dudes with beards. No, these cis white men with opinions. <laughs> Oh, wait, Greg uh, has glasses, so I guess I can't tell Greg from myself. Yeah, so it's me and you. When did I get so handsome? <laughs> hey. Uh, when did I get fat? Uh, I'm I'm bald too, Tim. Did you just call me fat? Oh, no, yes. I, I, I was, no I was talking as you. Nope. No, I was talking uh, as you. It's like, oh, when did I get fat? <laughs> I don't think you're fat. I'm getting there. Well, the, uh, did you like the part where Collector used Korg's arm? Yeah, mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that was another little thing that stood out. He's like, I got this from a very talkative... Uh, like, damn. Yeah. I thought it was Korg, like, but I was, God, like, I was like... Dude, that hurts. Yeah. Why is he wearing his arm? Like, we also did got... he hollow it out after taking it off of him? Yeah, we also got Cosmo, Maybe. the... Uh, the astronaut dog, uh, he yeah. came back. They had Captain America's shield. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes and you wonder, like, yeah, which makes you wonder what happened to them. Mm-hmm. She um, obviously beat the crap out of them. Uh, before we uh, go into uh, final thoughts about episode two, I have a question for y'all. At the end of episode two, uh, we were greeted with Ego finding Peter Quill uh, working at, a, I guess, a fast food joint. And the Watcher states that this would result in the end of the world. Do y'all believe that is true? Because T'Challa proves it's not where you grow up, it's the person. I do think Peter Quill is a good person. Do y'all think he would join Ego without being Star-Lord? Um, I don't think it matters because if you think back to the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, Ego just kind of planted roots in him even after he defied him and started destroying planets. So regardless of whether Peter Quill wanted to or not, all Ego has to do is fucking but put then some would, roots in him and but, start destroying yeah. Quill. And but Peter Quill, Quill has wouldn't the... have his and Peter Quill wouldn't have the family of the Guardians to help snap him out of it and yeah. pull him back. But Quill he would, would still have the in. power to beat him, though. I don't uh-huh. think he would. Because he didn't go through all the adventures to make him Star-Lord. He just worked at a fast T'Challa food T'Challa didn't go he through worked. all the adventures that he... made him Black Panther. But he he That's why he's not Black Panther. But he, still saved, but he still saved the universe. So it's not the mantle, it's the person. He worked at a Dairy Queen. Yeah, that's right. He would kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Customer service makes you hate everyone. So, yeah. I mean, it's just a thought. I just wanted to run it by y'all. So, final thoughts, episode two. How do we feel? Final thoughts? Uh, I, I really enjoyed, liked it. I enjoyed episode two over episode one. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. wasn't afraid to get really weird and get off script. So I really, I really appreciated it for that. You it really was a what if. I was really hoping that you'd see more of the other Guardians because you saw Drax. Yeah. I was really hoping somewhere you'd see Groot or you'd see well um, Rocket. Maybe not together, but just like um, in passing. When, when do we see Drax? Uh, he's Drax the, he's the a bartender, bartender in the bar. Oh, that's right. That's I right, feel right. everybody's lives are changed by that because I, I feel Thanos might have been responsible for destroying Planet X, which was Groot's world. I feel might have had something to do with Rocket being what he is. Gamora's planet never got taken. So, I mean, I, I think... And then, wouldn't Gamora's planet have been taken a long time before T'Challa I think Well, I think Nebula was the first kid and then uh, he got Gamora later. Right, but not know. like 20 years later. I would have assumed that Gamora was the first kid because when otherwise wouldn't Nebula have been with him when he took over Gamora's planet? I'm not sure. Well, Unless I know I just know in the her. I just know in that one flashback scene I I think it was Infinity War whenever Thanos is on Gamora's planet showing her that little knife. See, it's perfectly balanced like everything is. And so it's just kind of I don't I feel like that was like maybe he had Nebula already. I don't know. But I mean that's my thought. I think because I looked real hard as they were running through all these uh, collectors boxes to see if Groot was there. Because I know that in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, they, he mentions like, "Can I have you when you die?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought I remember this now. episode was. <laughs> Can I say <laughs> what a dick? I thought this episode was better than the first one, and I was complaining about the voice acting. But I think as Chadwick Boseman's last Marvel appearance, I think he did a really good job really good. Uh, in voice acting. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What, what I was going to say is we are apparently getting a what if episode with Gamora taking over the mantle as Thanos. So perhaps oh. that's in the same timeline. Okay. Fun fact, Chalamon. that happens, and I'm curious if they're going to copy the comic book. Yeah, I was going to of... ask you guys if y'all think that these episodes are all going to be connected, ending in one giant Infinity War type Yes, episode. because I think it's already been spoiled by a car commercial. What? There's a car commercial going around Facebook, Instagram, whatever. It's like an everybody fighting in this big war against a bunch of Ultron bots because one of the episode Ultron gets all the Infinity Stones. So I think that's going to be like another big battle. So I think it's all, them fighting all of these Ultron bots. We got Party Thor. We got all these characters. We got Dark Strange. All of them fighting everybody. And then the Watcher makes a car show up and Party Thor's in it. Woo! And he kills everybody. So I think there will be a big epic multiverse war battle but i mean do you think that all that the first and second episodes are both within this universe of this multiversal war thing that i think you think i think i honestly think think, they're all going to be connected yeah i think all of these timelines are going to be just thrust together right at their endings to do like a big multiverse war that kang i think was talking about in loki that there was a multiverse war and he abc got the fuck out all right I think I doubt it's going to happen, but I hope that the episode where Gamora takes over Thanos's mantle is the Infinity Warps one, where she takes in order to make take out half the world instead of taking them out, she combines people to make less people. 
oh, maybe that's what Spider-Man so Doctor. Maybe it's that's what Infinity Warps. Well, maybe that's okay. what Doctor Strange Spider-Man is gonna be. I've got a cape, uh, hypothetical. Ha- ha- so. Yeah, who cares? Nobody. If uh, you guys could choose anyone in this podcast that you had to merge with, who would you merge with? Reed. Greg, you first. Reed. <laughs> Not even uh, a, not even the a three thought. People, the Reed. three other people who are on right now, Greg. <sighs> I don't want any of y'all. Uh, if, I'll take. Guys, if we all say we merge with Tim, I'll we take, all merge together. I'll take Doctor Strange behind Flippo. I'll I'll merge with him. Nope. No, no. One of us three: Flippo, Devin, or I, Greg. <sighs> Tim. He's not happy, but he's got it together. Flippo. Who would you choose? I'd go, Greg. Ugh, Greg? That's a bad yeah. choice. Devin, who would you choose? Oh, I would go Tim. Yeah. I was going to say Greg as well. Yeah. <laughs> Could Tim, you imagine? Yeah. Y'all would hate All, it. <laughs> I give y'all my, a day. Uh, my job with your hair and your beautiful satin voice. Unstoppable. Well, yeah, you'd be yeah. perfect, but I'm just saying you will live, but you will not live well. <laughs> no offense flip on Devin but if I merged with y'all I think there would be a part of me that's like ugh gotta take care of the wife and kids now fuck that's why uh, I, I assume think, you I didn't think... choose us <laughs> or, or you would hate either one of our jobs mm. yeah ooh I'd hate Flippo's job a lot I would just <laughs> I would just change your job because we would be in the same body so I'd be like yo I make more money than you let's so, just do my yeah. job if you warp together, is there st- still two brains, and you have so, to like? So let me let me tell you how that worked in the comics. Yeah, so yeah. they combined Doctor Strange and Captain America, and he was um, the uh, the Soldier Supreme, and so he had all of Captain America's ideals, but all of Doctor Strange's abilities. But they didn't have both of their minds in the same body. It was a uh, unique mind. It was like a new character. All right. That sucks. All right. Well, uh, they yeah. they combined Moon Knight and Spider Man, and he had multiple personalities. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, on that note, let's wrap up with final thoughts, uh, just in general. Okay, here's my final thought. It's a question. Okay. Which episode, based on the few things that, like the few episodes that we are aware of, which episode are you most excited for? I actually posted some of the episode lists on our Instagram. Let me. Nobody read that, Greg. Nobody ever reads it. Actually, we are getting a little bit of traction. Let's see. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Episode three is supposed to be Loki on Earth. Episode four is Dark Doctor Strange, which I assume we'll probably also get Spider Strange. Episode five, Party Thor. Episode six, Tony Stark and Killmonger. Seven is Marvel Zombies. Uh, Episode eight is Gamora Thanos. Episode nine is Infinity Ultron. I'm probably excited for Infinity Ultron. Me too. Ooh, I'm excited uh, for the zombies. I need to check. It's probably not on I'll IMDb, go, but I want James I'll Spader. Tony Killmonger. I want I James do... Spader to voice Ultron again. Who is Dark? Whoever you said. It's if Doctor Strange took the Sorcerer Supreme title and did what Baron uh, Bo- Baron Mordo wants to do. That what does Baron Mordo want to do? Take away everybody's magic. Take away everybody's powers. Be the only oh. sorcerer and be fuck you everybody i'm gonna kill i'm i'm god and so dude, that that'd be thing. awesome if if there was only one person on earth who had magic i i'd be okay with that i'd be like take it mm-hmm. nobody else needs it i think that episode specifically is supposed to also have our doctor strange in it fighting the dark strange that's just what i i've heard do you guys think that this will take like have a part with the whole new multiverse of everything like I these think what so. ifs can I you think- imagine I think so. 
Can you imagine yeah. in the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange opens a portal, walks through it, and he's all animated? He's like, the fuck is this? <laughs> or he's the only one who's not animated, like who killed Roger Rabbit, or who framed <laughs> Roger Rabbit, or whatever yeah. it's called. Who cares? Yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Any other final thoughts? I've got the best friends in the universe. No. Too bad none of them are on this podcast. No. <laughs> just kidding. two different arms but, with two uh, different I'll, I will go play a, a certain game by myself then that's how this episode yeah, is over is that, kind of a, is that called is masturbating the yeah, masturbating I don't know what that would be <laughs> alright well on that note let's um yeah thank you guys for joining us today with the caped complainers don't forget to like and follow us on facebook instagram and we're still doing tiktok yeah, yeah tic- we're tiktoking it yeah and check out our youtube channel and our twitch channel at the caped complainers and make sure to follow us at the mothership at vinyldraftradio.com yeah and download the app give it a five star we're on spotify soundcloud apple podcasts YouTube Mom. now. Your mom's room. We're at everywhere. Oh. We're not on. Side note, did y'all hear about the OnlyFans deal? Yeah, they're yeah. not doing nudes yeah. anymore. Apparently, the creators are really pissed about it. I would That's be too if that was my whole yes. thing. I thought that was their whole bit being nude. Yeah. But if you want to, uh, we can get Tim on OnlyFans and you can follow him. <laughs> yeah, we've got to do it really fast. we got to do it soon. Because they're closing sometime in September, and I'm not doing non-nude content. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, nobody does nude content like a fan. Thank you all for joining us. Bye-bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Uh-huh.